Welcome everybody to the Red Carpet Cafe. Once again, I am one of your hosts, Eric Root. And I am your other host, Bree Pro. What's going on there, Depla? I don't even have a comeback. I don't have a comeback. <laughs> hey, don't go all Venturi on me. <laughs> because we need to talk about Rhea and the Last Dragon. Yes, yes, yes. And how we're going to get to Kumandra by the end of this episode. This movie released March 5th, 2021, this year. It came out via Disney+. Plus. Um, possibly a theater or two may have had it if they were actually open. But you were able to get it on Disney Premier Access, which is what I chose to do. And I've said it before, worth every single penny of that $30. My kid has watched this movie so much that even though he's not saying a lot of words yet, he knows it as the Sisu movie. And he, he's got his own stuff. Sisu, which is the name of the uh, water dragon. Um, but the premise of this is that long ago in the fantasy world of Kumandra, humans and dragons lived together in harmony. However, when sinister monsters known as the Droon threaten the land, the dragons sacrifice themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, those same monsters have returned, and it's up to a lone warrior to track down the last dragon and stop the Droon for good. Uh, Walt Disney animated film. Um, I, I got to tell you, everything about this movie, to me, was enjoyable. You start off with Rhea and her Ba, which is also a uh, name for her father. Mm-hmm. And she fights her or finds her way into the temple thanks to her little pet, Tuk Tuk. And uh, they go in and she is trying to retrieve the dragon gem, which is a sphere that exudes magic that keeps the Droon at bay. And when the chief comes in to protect the dragon. He tells her, you're not even going to set one toe on the dragon center or the, uh, the center Island. And they start their little fight sequence. And she manages to get a toe actually on there at the end, which surprises her. What we find out is her father. And he uh, says, you know, you're ready to help protect the gem. And let's go plan a barbecue. And so they talk about the, uh, the various factions. So the land is made up of five different components. You've got fang, talon, spine, uh, tail, and heart. And each one of them, uh, according to Rhea, are known for their vicious ways based on their geography and such. But the father uh, tries to tell her, hey, I want to bring us all together so that once again, we can be Kubandra, which is their term for being one whole world, one whole nation. And thus begins our journey as everybody converges on the land of heart. What did you think of this film? I was... I, I was going to say pleasantly surprised, but I, I shouldn't be pleasantly surprised with something Disney. I was really impressed with it. Um, what I found really exciting 
was, um, I mean, this is something you had mentioned previously too, was the animation. Like there's a particular scene where there's a character flying through the air and she mouths the word bye. <laughs> and you know exactly what she's saying. She doesn't say anything, but you like, you can tell that she's saying bye. <laughs> Which is... Wait, was it the crazy cotton baby? Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite parts, characters. Like, yes. Hilarious <laughs> and also spooky. Yeah. Uh, um like when but she I takes off is... they take the monkeys take off her dirty diaper and fling it at Rhea. Yes. <laughs> and then they bounce her right back into a new one. <laughs> <laughs> um I think it's cool that this is a um a, an original story. Um it's not like Snow White, it's not like Cinderella, it's not like my right. favorite Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid. Um there's no love interest. There's no love interest in this film. No. And I mean, there, there's the love that she has for her father mm-hmm. and the unity of their world. The community, right. The communal love the, yes. the, that Sisu tries so hard because she wants mm-hmm. everyone to trust each other. Yeah. But none of these factions trust one another really. Yep. yep. And, and you learn that right from the very beginning. Um, also, she wears pants which is very unusual for a princess in disney so that's kind of fun too pants are more like culottes no i'm 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 asking because i i don't recall offhand and i've seen this film a lot like i said yeah but no i mean bring up a not in a dress (laughs) right um you know what i take that back because Mulan's not really in a dress and neither is Jasmine. So there's three Disney princesses that are not in dresses, I guess. Okay. Right? Well. Because Mulan fights too. The interesting part of this film. So in the early going, when the factions all come together, there's clearly that mistrust that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, even though Rhea's father is saying, you know, I want us to all be Kamandra, you know, one of the crowds like, Oh yeah, that's really uh, it's really bold of you to say when you're the one holding the dragon gem and you have mm-hmm. all the power. And so you, you can tell that the other factions are jealous that Hart happens to be the captor of this this gem, right. and all of them wish that they had it because then they think that they would be as prosperous. And y- you get to the point where it takes you know, Rhea and Namari to get together to kind of, you know, be kids and banter in order to move the story forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they flash forward into the the Palace of Heart and Rhea and Namari are talking about their, their differences and things that they uh, believe in and, and find fascinating. And Namari presents her with a gift and it's a necklace that's in the resemblance of Sisu, the water dragon, and um, shows her this the uh, scroll where they think that one of the pathways will lead to where Sisu is currently resting or hiding. And um, so she decides, Rhea's like, hey, I'm going to go show my new BFF that I know where the dragon gem is. And they go to look at it. And then Namari pulls a switcheroo on her and tries to go for the gem and signals her her crew from fang that hey this is where it's at and then they show up and then all chaos 
breaks out when all the factions arrive at the location where the chief is trying to defend. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he's explaining, someone gets a little overzealous, shoots a crossbow arrow into his, I think it was his leg. Like and, his thigh. Yeah. And causing everyone to run for the gem. The gem drops, it breaks. And he grabs a piece and they're like, oh, all the pieces have power. So the factions each grab a piece and then they all kind of split and the Droon come in and run uh, run havoc all over the land of heart. Yeah, which, turning people to stone. Yeah, and Rhea ends up getting thrown into the water by her father as he hands her the gem and he gets consumed by the Droon, which turned him into stone. And then we flash forward to five years later where she comes in Mad Max style on a much grown up tuk-tuk, which is like a combination dog and roly-poly. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> it's funny too, because like it's, he becomes her mode of transportation and mm-hmm. have you like, have you ever been to like the small towns where they have like tuk-tuks, like the little like tri-wheeled golf cart to move oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah. like that's what it makes me think of <laughs> <laughs> she goes rolling through the desert like mad max on the back of it looking for dragon oh, yeah. pieces yeah and uh yeah it's, it's a great reference it's really interesting because she comes across drune when she's in uh where was she at was she in spine i don't remember which land it was specifically but in the beginning she She's on the hunt looking for, mm-hmm. uh, no, she's actually looking for Sisu, I think, at the time. Yeah, and I think she's in the tail. That's right. That's right. And um, the Droon pop out, knock her off a tuk-tuk, but don't get her. But we find quickly that Namari is on her tail trying to figure out what she's up to. Um, huge cats. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of, she finds that out kind of after she ends up finding the actual place where Sisu's spirit is kind of hiding. Mm-hmm. And she does her little prayer and it brings forth um, Sisu from basically oblivion. Mm-hmm. And, and Played by Aquafina, which is amazing. Her Aquafina's lines of Sisu crack me up because Uh when she first meets her and she's of course enamored by the sight of this water dragon that no one has seen in over 500 years Uh you know she's just like what is that it's like well it's part of the dragon gem you broke it well i have part of it right and if i told you that i only you know i had a puppy but i only had part of a puppy (laughs) (laughs) that could be a problem (laughs) (laughs) it was in that moment that i realized too like i mean her voice is a dead giveaway but even just that humor i was like oh my gosh aquafina's in this like i didn't realize that until that moment yeah but it's just her lines were fantastic yeah well i still have a big chunk of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh it's not the same as having a whole one oh my gosh um so once she's uh, got um, Sisu with her, she uh, hands Sisu the chunk of the gem. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that that first power was glowing. Yes. Because she even makes the comment, you're glowing. She's like, thank you. No, literally, you're glowing. She's like, oh, that's my that's my sibling's power. Because her mm-hmm. siblings, we find out, are the ones that were actually imbued 
with magical properties. Mm-hmm. And as she describes it, <laughs> have you the group have you project. ever have you ever worked on a group project where like one person really didn't do anything other than just be a part of it. But still got the same grade. Yeah, but that would be me. <laughs> I wasn't the one who actually made the gem. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they they go moving on to the next location to locate uh, the next gem. And mm-hmm. Namari is on their trail with her fang cohorts and their really large angry kitties kitten or cats like she's like <laughs> say the fang people are angry and their cats are even angrier <laughs> mm-hmm. all right take it from there oh, i can't remember where she went to next let's see well tail she needed to get the gem from the tail chief so they had to go to that that area where it's you can tell right away it's booby trapped oh yes because then cece's like oh there it is and she's gonna go in mm-hmm. and grab it you're right so yeah so they get to the the tunnel and there's a rope there and um and uh and raya stops her from going through the the ropes and she does all these flips and turns and crawls through and then cece's like just whips right through Mm -hmm. yeah so they get through like this like indiana jones style booby trap place oh the beetles the beetles with the uh, the, explosive butts yeah the toot booms because she's she's looking at it and and it's got this glowing butt and she's like oh she's so mesmerized by it and she's like be careful it's a toot boom and she's like why and it's like a stink bug and then the stink like explodes yeah, I forgot. And there's walls on both sides are covered mm-hmm. in those. You things. gotta like sneak through. So yeah, so the the chief, it's just the skeleton. He's holding the um he's he's holding the piece of the gem. Sisu goes to grab it and uh and Raya's like, you know, stop, don't touch anything because it's a booby trap. And she, you know, hoists up a stick so that it puts the pressure on the hand that's currently what the gem is doing in order to remove it um and from there um they they escape but barely and they meet up with captain boone yeah sisu um touches the gem and she gets her next power Mm -hmm. which turns her into a human she has shape-shifting abilities. <laughs> Aquafita and what I found, quote. Aquafita quote. You got to say it. What she said when she turned into a human. I, I don't remember. I haven't seen this as many times as you. Look I've at this. My butt is close to my face. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, what I appreciated so much was the likeness between Sisu as a human and um, and Aquafina who voices her. Right. Disney's known for that every once in a while. Not every character looks exactly like the person who is mm-hmm. uh, voicing them, but this is a time where they did that. And she's got the crazy rainbow hair like she does as a dragon, but now she's <laughs> as a human. So um, Namari shows up with her cats again um and and sisu is now a human so she says that it's sisu but like she's you know it's not taken seriously as though she's potentially sisu the dragon because 
if anything, she's just giving, um, she's just giving Raya a hard time suggesting that, oh, she actually has a friend in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, all these booby traps get set off and they, like I said, they barely escape. Um, and they get to the tunnel where all the toot booms are. So they slap the wall so that all the toot booms go off on Namari and, um, and her, um, I don't know, her, her soldiers, her group. Right. Um, and they take off to the next location. They get onto a boat. Um, that well, and said- what was interesting, too, is when Rhea made the comment to Sisu, you know, what do Katz and Droon have in common? And, uh, you know, after Sisu makes a quick comedic reference she goes they both hate water and she basically flops tuk tuk and her and sisu into the water to get away mm-hmm. from the fast approaching namari on cats yes. so they had to go all the way around to the boat um but yes then they i'm sorry they um, okay. end up on the boat with captain boone who yep. offers to cook them a meal yes so got some shrimp for them and uh and uh Raya is worried about it potentially being poisoned. Sisu wants to eat everything. The cats are slowly approaching and Namari is getting to them. They're like, okay, this is where we need to go. Can you get us there? And he's like, no, this isn't uh, what does he say? It's not it's a, not a water taxi. Yeah, it's not a water taxi. And <clears throat> she's like, oh, but I've got Jade. And he's like, oh, that's a lot of Jade. And she's like, half now, <laughs> half later. Looks like this meal is to go to go <laughs> and so he like pushes off and it's like the slowest moving boat you ever did see yeah and so um sisu jumps in the water she gets below the boat because she's already made it known that she's a water dragon and her only ability is to swim really fast she's like so, really good at swimming <laughs> yeah so they just take off from there and head to their next location um, yes. Yeah, so the spine? next location, um, I thought, let's see, it's either Spine or Talon. It's the water city. So I want to say Talon. Okay. Because I think Spine would have been the next location. Mm-hmm. With the one eye. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. So they. Was they... it Tong is his name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. So they get to, yeah, they get to Talon and she wants Sisu to stay in the boat because they, they're well known for pickpocketing at this location. And sure enough, uh, Raya gets stopped by this crying baby. She wants to walk past it, but feels so bad because there's this toddler just sitting there crying by itself um and she goes to check in on the baby and these monkeys they uh they distract tuk tuk with food mm-hmm. and pickpocket raya's bag and Take, get the taking gems. the two gems yeah mm-hmm. so from there she's like are you kidding me a con baby <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then they just take take off through the whole city trying to track them down and get yep. foot chase with the con baby and the yeah. uh, the monkeys um, yep. to not only get back their 
their um, gems or pieces of the gem, but they're also there trying to find a third piece of the gem. Right, right. And then Sisu, while on the boat, um, goes, man, I really wish I had some money to go get uh, the chief a, a present so then this way we could get the gem. And Boone suggests, just go buy it on credit. And mm-hmm. he's like, what's that? And he's like, where you go and you buy stuff and you promise to pay them back later when you have money. And she's like, what a great I idea. <laughs> she goes and leaves the boat and starts grabbing stuff, putting stuff on going, Oh, this I'm going to buy, this is credit. This is credit. Until eventually credit. she gets to the end of the shopping area. And they're like, are you going to pay for that? She's like, Oh, I bought this on credit. They're like, we don't know you. You can't buy it on credit. And then, and she mistakenly mentions the dragon gem pieces. And then an older lady comes strolling up and says, "All right, so uh, relax. I'll take you to the chief. I'll show you what's going on." And um, they head towards the outer uh, fence or gate of that area. And says, the chief's just on the other side. And she's like, oh, okay, great. So she goes out. She's like, it's very bold since it's, you know, away from the water and the drooner around. (laughs) And she goes to what she thinks is the chief. And it's a statue of someone turned to stone. And the old lady turns on her, uh, holding the gem piece, saying, "Uh, you better talk fast, sweetie, where I can get those other dragon pieces. Otherwise, I think these droon are hungry. And mm-hmm. she can't believe that, you know, someone would betray her like that. Sisu uh, couldn't yep. believe it. And out of nowhere, after Rhea tracks down the gem pieces from the crazy con baby and the, uh, <laughs> the three monkeys, she comes rolling out, takes the gem piece from uh, the, uh, older, the older lady from that particular tribe mm-hmm. and um, manages to fight off the droon, hands the gem to sisu and she suddenly turn or spews fog from her body and she's like wow fog she's like yeah it's like i think it was like a brother's magic Mm -hmm. or something like that and they head back to the boat and they make their way out of there as quick as possible and i think spine is where they end up going next Mm -hmm. uh only to get sucked into a booby trap because sisu we learn is a very trusting person slash dragon um and that's what keeps getting them in trouble is putting trust into untrustworthy people what i think is really cool that we kind of um glossed over is as they're approaching um talent boone is kind of like because they connect right they all talk about that they've all lost their family um to the droon they've all turned to stone they have no one left um and they all kind of like, you know, they create this little bond together. So as they're getting to Talon, he was like, well, what are you going to do next? Like, he wants to be a part of it. He's found family. He's found friends, even just on a little boat ride. Mm-hmm. And in each place they go, they keep growing this family and the circle of trust mm-hmm. um, from each each of the, um, the lands. So she right. ends up keeping the the baby and the um the monkeys she brings them on board too she's like you want to make some you know want to make some like i can't remember she says money or what but like you know honestly and so they end up joining her and then like you said they get to spine and 
Sisu sets off a booby trap, um, and this man invokes fear on everyone. That's how he beats his enemy, but he really has no plan. Uh, and then you discover that he's the last one left in spine. His family's gone. Played everyone by Benedict is... Wong. Yes. Which we know from uh, the Marvel films. And uh, he's, yeah, he's the last one. There's nobody left in spine. They're all stone. Right. And so she ends up getting, you know, he, he offers his gem to, to them when he, um, when she says, um, because um, Namari shows up with her, her goons again. And um, she's like, I'm going to distract him, but it's very important that you get everyone else out of here. And so he does, he takes them out this back way through the town so that no Mm -hmm. one can see. And as a result, um, uh, Raya is hand-to-hand combat with, uh, with Namari, who we haven't said yet is played by Gemma Chan, Mm -hmm. which blew my mind when I realized that going through IMDb after watching it, because she always plays these like um, very elegant and intelligent and beautiful characters and here she was the villain mm-hmm. so um you know it's definitely a change for her. It's kind of fun um, right. anyway uh so they're fighting and sisu sees um raya go down so she wants to go and uh you know save her she turns herself back into a dragon namari is stunned she uses fog and they make eye contact in the most emotional way which goes back to the just the um the the animation of this movie and the emotions Mm -hmm. and like you can see no words are spoken you can see the tears welling in namari's eyes when she realizes sisu's in front of her and and you can see um sisu's reaction of trying to be a scary dragon and then just becoming a huge softy but also namari you can see the reflection of namari in front of her in sisu's eyes Mm -hmm. as they close up on on the camera which Which was incredible too from Mm -hmm. an animation standpoint and and you can just like it's a cartoon but you can you can feel the connection and this bond and trust that sisu's ready to have with namari Mm -hmm. like maybe she's not a bad person after all you know sisu's sisu's texture of her uh, her hair reminded Mm -hmm. me of sully from monsters inc because of the color yeah Mm -hmm. but the texture the texture was impressive because you could see the hairs moving Mm -hmm. in the wind yeah very cool like at the end too when um when raya goes to give her a hug and you can really see yeah that movement right really 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 well done very impressive Um, also too uh, i i keep saying monkeys they're actually Ongis is what the name of it is because one of the things that was interesting and if you don't like sometimes again I'll watch the movies with like the captions on Mm -hmm. because when my my son is you know doing his thing sometimes you can't hear it um Captain Boone thanked her when they first arrived with um Crazy Con Baby saying thank you for the new customers 
Anji's alone have nine stomachs. Yes. And he's just like thinking, that's going to be a lot of jade in my pocket. Right. But it's not. (laughs) Right. right. It's more of a cost than uh, uh, revenue. Yeah. So they end up leaving from, what was it, Spine that we just, Mm -hmm. yeah. So they leave Spine and they basically hightail it out there they get back on the boat and everybody there you got um all of them looking at her like boone i think is the first one that starts it off when were you going to tell us that she 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 you know she was sisu and she's Mm -hmm. like technically i did and (laughs) throwing shrimp at her Mm -hmm. that's not what we mean the facial (laughs) expressions during that whole scene when they're all like arms crossed especially con baby Right. Um, but then that's that's when it gets to the point where, you know, even when you have Tong looking at her going, clearly, uh, I mean, you're a majestic, magical water dragon. What's your plan? Oh, our plan is to put everything back together and make Kamandra. And she's like, he's like, okay, I'm in. Hands her the gem. And that's, you know, a one mm-hmm. of two gem pieces that are missing. And then that's when she discovers it's uh, one of her siblings' power to create uh, water rain. rain. And so she starts dancing on the raindrops literally in the sky um, to very impressive soundtrack of music. And, uh, you know, everyone's kind of like, wow, in awe, going, okay, well we're here we're gonna help and even tong mentions yeah even i think it was uh what's her name um noi noise in two and they're like what did nobody read the inside her, of her collar her collar yeah <laughs> all this time referring to her crazy con baby uh yep. but yeah but i think and i'm still calling her that tong clearly had a soft spot for noi because i think I, I, if I remember correctly, yes, child, yeah, child, and probably a significant other to the drone, and so mm-hmm. he wanted to go in and help the little one and and protect her, which was yeah. cool. Definitely a very cool moment. <clears throat> and then, what from there they go to Fang, and they're trying to devise this plan of like what they're going to do when they get there. Yes, and and that's another time where they're like the facial expressions are gold. Um, Because Sisu's, like I said, she's so like warm and welcoming and everyone's just so wonderful and and you should trust everyone and everyone's looking at her like, you're absolutely insane. (laughs) Well, Captain Boone is the one that starts it off uh, narrating what he thinks is going to happen. Right, like he's going to fight everyone. (laughs) He's going to go in and he's going to beat up (laughs) the the front, yeah, the front uh, guards and then they were going to rely on Crazy Con Baby and the Ongis to steal the gem piece. Um, and then Sisu would come out and destroy everything. And he basically said, you know, bye-bye, Binturis. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but then Sisu had her whole thought process of, you know, I'm going to go in and I'm going to confront Namari 
And then I'm going to bring her a gift and I'm going to hand it to her and say, will you come help us save the world? And then she basically throws her knives down, takes the gift and be like, heck yeah, of course. I'm going to be the one to help you. And we're going to be best friends forever. And they go hand in hand walking down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Always the eternal optimist. Everyone's looking at her like she's got 26 heads. Yeah. (laughs) But then, of course, Rhea comes up and says, no, I know how we can signal that we want to meet her. And basically, she does employ um noi and the ongs to break into the palace of course they steal a plate of food in the meantime mm-hmm. um but they <laughs> managed <laughs> they managed to get the sisu necklace uh up to uh namari's um balcony where she sees and she knows that okay i need to go meet with her because she's already in conflict with her mother over the whole thing after meeting Sisu saying, you know, maybe we do need to help, but her mom's like, no, we need to be in charge because people right, will blame us we'll otherwise. Lose our yep. Yeah. Good. And, and that goes straight from the beginning too with um, Chief Benja. Like when he was like, he, they think that we're prosperous because we have the gem, but that's not true. Right. You know, <laughs> it it's funny because we know that in Pixar films, um, you've got uh, John Ratzenberger who plays characters in every Pixar film. He's mm-hmm. the one constant. And Alan Tudyk is the one that plays in every Walt Disney animated film in some capacity. Um, you literally can find a character of his in everything. And he was the one that voiced whatever noises Tuk Tuk made. And that's how they snuck him in. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it is kind of which are like surreal. <laughs> it's kind of surreal because you look at the casting and it's like a who's who of, um, you know, 70, 80% of, you know, uh, Asian actors in some capacity. And then you got, you know, Alan Tujic, <laughs> one nomination in there. But there are others as well that are in there that it, it, it's more of a, a cornucopia of different people that were brought in. But it is kind of surreal when you're first looking at the cast list. You're like, wait, mm-hmm. he seems a little out of place. <laughs> but um, yeah, so once they meet up with Namari, <clears throat> that Rhea is trying to convince her to give her the last dragon piece and even Sisu's there to also suggest that hey we need to work together but Namari for whatever reason is still relying on old prejudices and I'm not 100% sure why she is even pull coming close to pulling on the trigger like what she thought would take place in there right uh, but it was enough for Rhea to hit her crossbow Not trust her. yeah hit her crossbow with her her uh shifting sword and causing the crossbow to launch and basically uh kill Sisu knocking her off over the edge into the water and as soon as that last dragon seems to die, the water starts disappearing and the drone come out and start raining terror on the remaining people uh, at Fang. And Namari is so angry 
that all she can see is her bloodlust and she's walking through the chaos just so that she can face off with Namari uh, one more time. And yeah, they say she's blinded. Um, uh, is blinded by her rage. Yes. Yes. So they start facing off while in the meantime, you've got um, Noi, Tong and uh, Captain Boone who are trying to fight off the drone and save the people of Fang and get them to safety with the rem- remaining pieces that they have in their possession. And uh, Namari and Rhea are battling it out inevitably knocking themselves into an area that collapses into kind of an underground, I don't know if it was a building or whatnot. Um, but they end up meeting up at some point with Captain Boone, Tong, and Noi, and all of them there, they, uh, Ray and Namari stop fighting, but all five of them have their dragon pieces trying to hold back this horde of Droon that are surrounding them when Rhea kind of has this epiphany going, Sisu only ever wanted us to work together. And that's what we need to do. And if it means that we have to trust each other, and of course, Tong and Noi and Captain Boone are like, we'll never trust Nabari as they're pointing right at her. Um, She's like, well, then let me be the first one. And Rhea walks over and hands her dragon piece to Nabari and then stands off to the side and the drone come in and swoop in and make her stone turn her to stone which is one of the few times you actually see a lead character uh in effect become dead yeah in effect become dead and before you get people to go but hercules no we're not talking about hercules (laughs) we're not going to talk about megarina sorry kids that's not how we're playing today um, and then <laughs> once Drew or uh, Boone and Tong and Noi realize what she's done, Captain Boone's the next one to kind of swallow his pride, look to Namari, grab his gem, hands it off to Namari while she's standing there kind of dumbfounded. And he, he hugs up to the side of uh, Terea and then he quickly gets consumed by Drew and turns to stone. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and bring it home for us. Well, everyone else follows suit, um, starting with, um, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember now if it's Con Baby mm-hmm. first. Yep, she or... tries to, but needs help. Noi, sorry, mm-hmm. we decided what her name was. And yeah. then, yeah, so Tong picks her up so she can give it to, or does Tong pick her up or do the monkeys, the, not the monkeys, but the monkeys? Anyway, no, no, he picks he picks her up and 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 she kind of hands it over with both hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tom does the same. Mm -hmm. And then he goes over. He puts a a hand on um, Raya's shoulder. He looks kind of down at Noi while he's holding her, and and the Ongies are around his legs, holding onto him. Yep, and they all turn to stone. Mm -hmm. So now she's got to build it and figure out what she's gonna do. And as she builds it and she's holding it up. Well, she, she actually starts well, to leave at first. She starts to leave because she sees right. light. And yeah, she kind of has right. this thought, oh, I'll just get out of here with all the gem yep. pieces. But then yep. she stops you're halfway. Right. And then she puts it together and kind of stands there and looks at it. And the glow is starting to go out. Mm-hmm. And she looks at everyone else. And 
is like, I'm going to be a part of this. And she walks over, she puts her hand on um, Raya's other shoulder and then in effect becomes stone herself. Uh, The gem essentially turns to stone and then there's this explosion of light um, and all of the waters wave. Yeah. All the waters coming back. Um, uh, It starts pouring rain, uh, which we learned that the drones go away with the, uh, or drones, not drones go away with water. So um, with this water, everyone who's stone is slowly starting to come back one at a time. Mm-hmm. And the biggest surprise of all is all of the dragons come back as well, which is like, essentially, this is like the biggest symbol of trust, which is what is supposed to bring Kamandra together in the first place is, is trust. Like that's the basis of everything is being able to trust um, and this was the biggest display of trust that you see in the entire movie. And it wasn't just Sisu's, like, you know, five brothers and sisters. It, it's no, like it's every water dragon that was ever turned to stone by the drone. Yep. yep. In a very emotional moment, um, yep. they help do a water dance to resurrect Sisu. Yeah. And kind of reborn. And she yep. comes out glowing and... Uh, yeah mm-hmm. next thing you know you got Rhea rolling into town back at heart to meet up with her father but i have a random question now you're gonna say the same thing i think that i'm thinking too all right let you me first. hold the question let me hold the question for the the finale on that okay um I, i'm gonna let you top it off with the well, finale the only thing that was odd to me when she gets back and she sees her dad one she sees her dad and um and he realizes who she is because now it's six years later and she's right. an adult. Um, and he and everyone is behind her, all of the friends that she's made that represent each of these lands. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Dad, welcome to Kamandra, um, right. which is also really emotional. But here's the part that I was like, hmm. So when six years ago, when the gem broke, and everyone took their piece and started running after being shot in the thigh he was struggling to move any longer which is when he decided he couldn't go on he grabbed her he threw her in the water turned to stone but now magically he's okay yeah i his injury was healed (laughs) uh, uh, unless it's been but they didn't splash anything on there to say you know like 10 months later as she right. comes back home to heart, which then would made more sense that her father wouldn't be standing on the bridge. Um, you know, he wouldn't have a, a bolt in his leg from mm-hmm. a crossbow and probably still bleeding profusely, or he'd have <laughs> some kind of bandage. So the only thing I can think of is maybe there had been some time it took her time to get home from Fang mm-hmm. because it isn't close but it is the halfway point between you know fang and tail if you look at the the whole land is set up like the the, heart's kind of right in the middle the right it's set up like the body of a dragon so it would have been in the middle and as it was she was able to take her back there pretty quick by just 
you know, sky dancing earlier mm-hmm. in the film. So, but clearly that didn't, wasn't the case because she was rolling in on, on her uh, militarized tuk-tuk. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I thought might've been a potential continuity issue. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Which usually I don't catch those, but that one I was like, huh. So on a scale of one to 10, how many dragon gem pieces are you given this one? Um, I mean, I would definitely watch it again, even though I've only seen it once. I'm going to give it an eight. Um, mm-hmm. The story was original. The, uh, the cast that they had is, was phenomenal. Right. Um, but the animation and the, um, the, the facial expressions and more than mm-hmm. anything, when Noi mouths by to, to, to Raya, it's like, that is the coolest thing ever that I've ever seen in a Disney movie. You so. know, I'm, I'm going to give this movie a solid nine and a half, um, partially because it didn't leave me with any song stuck in my head. Like the original frozen oh, did when it came out, right. there it, aren't any songs with words. N- well, I mean, technically there's the Kumandra song and the credits at the end. Um, yeah. But all of it was really instrumental, but the placement of the instrumental was perfect because you've got moments where, you know, Sisu does her water dance and the music fits the, the, the tone mm-hmm. perfectly. Absolutely. Um, so it didn't, it wasn't a film where I had to worry about letting it go or wanting to build a snowman or (laughs) anything like that or fear of my child one day singing these songs but solid story um well Mm -hmm. done i like the fact that it was original and it wasn't taking from any like source materials like um you know previous princesses and such that they've had uh in uh, Disney animated films. Uh, anything you want to add? Mm-mm. Okay. See it, enjoy it. It's very good. I highly recommend yeah. it. It's a Disney movie that you don't want to miss. And, and now that it's available to anyone, um, one final thought on it is that the original budget on it was a hundred million, and even with the pandemic, not knowing all of the Disney Plus uh, premiere access dollars that it it made. Uh, it's showing a box office total or a box office rough cut of 135 million. So it's definitely a profitable film. If it ran them hundred million and they did 135 that's posted. I mean, clearly mm-hmm. it's already made it some profit. Right. But um, other than that, uh, we thank you again for listening to uh, the red carpet cafe. I am one of your hosts, Eric Root. And I am your other host, Bree Pro. And don't forget, the Red Carpet Cafe is a member of the Be Kind Rewind podcast network. You can find us on the web at bkrpn.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter. And the Twitter handle is at erroot, E-R-R-O-O-T. And you can also reach out to Bree at underscore underscore brie underscore underscore mode b-r-i-e-m-o-d-e 
And in any case, you can also reach out to us um, via the Be Kind Rewind Podcast Network Twitter, which is at Be Kind Rewind PN. And thank you for listening.